Cape Talk. The book review. The thriller is a book which is, is, you know, every now and then a thriller comes out which makes bestseller lists and everybody talks about it. And this is the thriller that you must read. And this is the thriller that 45 movie companies are taking options on or trying to take options uh, on and so on. Paul Hawkins, The Girl on the Train, that was one of a couple of years ago. I've just got her new book, which has not been terribly well reviewed. So I didn't I didn't take it into my hands this morning with the level of excitement that I would have if I hadn't read some reviews recently. Anyway, I will read it. The thriller is called The Girl Before by J.P. Delaney. Everything that's yours was once hers. And it tells two parallel stories of two women, Jane and Emma, And you discover quite soon that Emma is dead. So it's not a spoiler telling you this. It's Emma's story in the past. It is Jane's story in the present. And it is the story of these two women and a house, one Folgate Street, which has been designed by an ultra-minimalist and enigmatic architect. And it is a responsive house. It, it, it interacts with you. It's almost like a personality. And there's a very, 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 very strict rules, set of rules that you have to sign before you're allowed to live at number one Folgate Street. And Jane thinks this is absolutely perfect. She's lost a baby recently from the womb. You know, the baby wasn't born. Well, the baby was born dead. And she's looking for a place to escape. And one Folgate Street seems absolutely perfect. But quite soon after moving in there, she discovers that Emma met her death there. Was it an accident, which is what the inquest returned? Or was it, uh, cue thunderous music, murder? And if it was murder, who did it? And might some of the people who are now entering Jane's life through her living in Folgate Street, might one of them have murdered Emma and now be planning to murder Jane? Emma's dead. Is Jane going to be dead by the end of the book as well? It's, it's brilliantly plotted. It really is. The, the, the house is an extraordinary character. And it's very slick. It's very professional. It's a little superficial. The characterization is not as deep. There's not much below the surface. But the surface sparkles so brightly that it certainly had me hooked and reading page after page after page. The Girl Before. Lee Child says it is a pitch-perfect psychological thriller. There we go. That is the thriller. Fiona Melrose is a South African-born writer who's now living in the United Kingdom. She's at the Franchuk Literary Festival. She was at the Kingsmead Book Fair last week. And her first book, Midwinter, she has a new one, Johannesburg, which is just about to come out in the next month or so. And this first book, it you read a novel and you go, I can't believe that this is the first book. It's just too mature. The characterization is too strong. The writing is is too rich, too practiced for it to be a first novel, but it is. And it is set in Suffolk. And it tells the story of the Midwinters, the father and the son. The father is Landon Midwinter. His son is Vale. They live together on land that the family has been on for, for generations. But they live together unhappily. There is... There is an incident in the past which is still bleeding into the present and threatening the future. And that relates to something that happened to the family when they were in Zambia. And as the novel moves towards its conclusion, so you learn more about what happened in the past. And as you learn more about what happened in the past, its impact on the present grows ever more dramatic. It's much more usual for men to write about women than it is for women to write about men. 
And if you'd not told me that this, well, if, if the name Fiona Melrose was not on the front page and if I didn't know that Fiona Melrose is a woman, I would have easily believed that this was a man writing about men because the dialogue, the characterization, the way she gets inside the heads and the hearts of both father and son is extraordinary. It really is a beautiful book and I'm really looking forward to her second. Fiona Melrose, Midwinter is what it's called. And then um, two non-fiction works, um, Jonathan Jansen and his sister Naomi. Jonathan's done most of the writing but his sister shares some reminiscences as well. It's a 130-page book called Song for Sarah, Lessons from My Mother and his love for his mum and the broader appreciation of all the mums who, with very little, brought up children to do so much more than their fathers were ever able to do. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a love song from the heart told with that wonderful prose that Jonathan Jansen is so good at. And um, coming just after Mother's Day, it's, uh, it's a book that you should probably read and celebrate your mother a little more and then um, also read Jonathan Anser's Spy uncovering Craig Williamson and there's a photograph of the the porcine Craig Williamson with um, holding a cup of tea on the cover and I just I don't know they the hackles rise on the back of my neck he was such a dreadful man as a part eight spy and Jonathan Anser's done a very very good job of telling his story simply called Spy uncovering Craig Williamson People who are interested in uh, recent South African political history, this is a very worthy addition to the genre.